This is my second video on the topic of coronavirus-related crisis intervention. And if you haven't seen the first video yet, that is where I go through what I think the right strategic approach is for small business owners and entrepreneurs to adapt to the crisis. Now, here are some more thoughts about this. I have several points to make. Again, I'll put timestamps down below so that you can easily navigate through the content and in the description, a link to a resource page with all kinds of tools and resources that are useful for small business owners and entrepreneurs. So like the previous video, here are thoughts and points that I think are useful for you as an entrepreneur in this time of crisis. And one of the reasons I wanna share some more of my thoughts here is because the idea of operating a business and, and building up online sources of income during a crisis, during a recession is not new to me. So a little bit of story time. When I started out, so I had a phase of trying to trying to be entrepreneurial, but really not knowing what I was doing at all. And kind of when I when I really started more earnestly, and more importantly, when I actually came online with my entrepreneurial attempts, was right around 2008. And if you remember, that was basically the last recession, right? That was right at the beginning of the last recession when the mortgage crisis hit and we entered a downturn. And similar to the situation we have now is we basically have a lot of uncertainty. We have economic troubles. So, uh, you know, problems in the job market, people have less disposable income, people are more worried about the future, all this kind of stuff is similar. And so I think it's, it's worth also clearly separating this in our minds, right? On the one hand, we have the health issue, the medical issue, the public health issue of the virus itself, of, of curbing the spread of the virus, of treating people and so on. And on the other hand, we have a consequence of all this is economically, right? We have economic uncertainty. We've just had a massive crash in markets. And, and there's a bunch of economic consequences to that. So it's pretty safe to say that we're in for a recession. Nobody knows how long it will last, but we're in for a recession and there's possible supply chain issues. There's a lot of uncertainty in terms of jobs, in terms of income, in terms of all kinds of things. And that is a whole separate problem that we need to deal with. And that's the problem that I want to speak about because of my experiences as an entrepreneur and also because of my experiences of being an entrepreneur during an economic downturn. So my first point is be prepared to get uncomfortable and more importantly, make your discomfort count. So when I think back to the last recession, I was in a very uncomfortable position and I would have been anyway. So here's what I mean. Because of all the uncertainty, because of the, th the things that were happening in the world that were completely outside of my control, I would have had a very hard time finding any kind of employment and, and money was short and, and so on and so forth. Right? All the problems that people struggle with, I was contending with there. So in either case, I could have had a, a bad time. I could have had a time of discomfort in a very passive way, kind of sitting at home, trying to apply to jobs, maybe not getting any jobs. And, you know, spending my time somewhere, you know, being bored, playing video games, being frustrated with my place in life and so on, it would have been very uncomfortable, even if I hadn't done much. But instead, I had, I experienced a lot of discomfort, but it was active discomfort. The times I went through there were really, really hard. And I was working like crazy. I was working on various temp jobs. I was working on a, a e-commerce type business 
that it wasn't really my own business, but I was basically running that business. And I was working on various online projects. I was really starting to get into, you know, content marketing, audience building, and so on. I was doing like three or four things at the same time. It was very stressful. I was working pretty much the entire day. It was very uncomfortable. It was very frustrating because I was new to everything. Basically, everything I did was a failure of some kind or, you know, a learning experience really, but it felt like I wasn't really making progress. Like I said, yeah, tons of work, not much to show for it, very frustrating, very, very uncomfortable times. But I am glad that I was actively uncomfortable. I'm glad that I was I was having a hard time trying to do things, trying to make progress because that did pay off eventually. I want to mention this because especially in an economic crisis, it is hard to, to get a business off the ground. It's always hard to get a business off the ground and it's, it's definitely not easier during a crisis. But my point here is, even if you don't try, even if you don't do anything, you're probably going to have a pretty uncomfortable time. So why not have an even more uncomfortable time, but make it count, right? Let's go through some hard times and come out the other end with a whole bunch of new skills, with a whole bunch of assets built up, with, with, with something that will carry us forward instead of going through a slightly less hard time where we're just like sitting around being bored, watching Netflix and being frustrated and coming out the other end with nothing to show for it. If you've been following my content, you know that I'm not a fan of like hustle culture for the sake of it, right? I'm not the fan of like working too much and not sleeping enough just to brag about it afterwards or anything like that. That's basically pointless. But also, look, I got to acknowledge that sometimes you just got to work extraordinarily hard in order to get an advantage. And in times of crisis, that is more true than in other times. And yeah, so basically looking back, I'm really, I'm really happy. I wouldn't want to go back and relive those times. And in fact, that's true of many times I've had. You know, in the course of building my business, there have been many periods that were just incredibly hard, right? I've had incredibly hard times that I really wouldn't want to go back and have to revisit. But in retrospect, I'm glad that I worked my way through those times and got something on the other side. My second point is now is a good time to be a bit pessimistic and to have very high standards for anything new that you want to launch. So if you're thinking about, you know, starting a new website, launching a new brand, selling a new product, anything like that to, to generate some income, then now even more than usual is a good time to be, to be pretty pessimistic about it. And what I mean by that is strategic pessimism, which is to say that instead of just going, oh yeah, this is a great idea, there's no way this fails, let's go for it. Think about what could go wrong. How big is the market for this product really? How does this product really stack up against the competition? if I kind of take an objective look at it, right? So one of the problems that happens with entrepreneurship in general is that we, we tend to fall in love with our own ideas. And sometimes that blinds us to, you know, how much demand there really is for the kind of product or the kind of website or whatever that we are thinking of creating. And it can blind us to, to what the competitive market looks like. So maybe I think, oh, my product is just so great because it's mine. But if I actually look at the market, I can see that there's competing products that maybe are better than mine or that maybe my product is like slightly better in some ways, but does it really matter to buyers who, who already know the existing brand but don't know my brand? So that's what I mean by pessimism. Instead of just saying, hey, my product idea is slightly better than what's available out there already. I bet people are going to fall all over themselves to get this. 
to be pessimistic and say, well, is that really going to happen? Do I have enough differentiation here? Is this enough for people to get excited about? Now, this kind of more pessimistic inquiry into our ideas is more important than ever because in an economic crisis, what generally happens is that well, people have less money to spend. And so when things are going well and when, when people aren't worried so much about money and about securing their future, then they're more willing to spend money on something that's just like nice to have. But in a crisis, your product really has to be something that feels like I need it, right? You need to have a very clear market and you need to know that even in this time, even in a time of crisis, people will want to spend money on this. And if that's not part of your business plan, then, then I would not suggest going ahead with this. This doesn't mean that, you know, for, for the next years, people will only buy the very bare necessities or anything like that. I don't think there's any reason to assume that. But you just, just assume that in a crisis, People will have less money to spend. They will might be a bit more discerning. There might be more resistance before someone buys into whatever your product is. And so it's really good to ask yourself, okay, will people be excited about this? And will people be willing to spend money on this even if they don't have as much spare money as usual, even if they're not as sure about their financial future as usual? In other words, your product has to be stronger than usual to stand out and to get people to buy. Another way to say that is to have very high standards for what you're gonna do. So instead of just saying, yeah, I guess this is a pretty good idea, let's do this. Look for something that is a great idea. Look for something that is a big winner, right? Something that is really going to stand out and that's really gonna get people to spend their money. I think now more than usual, this is really, really important. Don't waste your time on a low leverage, lukewarm business idea right now. Point number three is about counterintuitive action. So in general, what happens is that there's kind of, let's say, the group psychology of how the general population, how markets and so on react. And in general, there's an opportunity to be to counter that and to essentially be counterintuitive with your actions. There's usually long-term opportunity in that. And of course, you know, if you look at the stock market, the obvious thing there is that you know, if you if you had a lot of money invested, then this was a bad time for you because you saw a lot of your investment shrink. But now is a good time to buy, right? As the market is going down is a good time to buy because there's the long-term opportunity of growth if you have cash on hand. And in similar ways, you know, if everyone's kind of short-term and fear-based, there are opportunities for being for having a longer term view and investing more in the long term because nobody else is doing that. In my retrospective video where I look back at like 10 years of entrepreneurships and the main lessons I learned, one of the lessons there was about how much it's worth playing the long game and kind of investing in long term outcomes, how much that has paid off for me. And that is something that started for me in 2008, 2009 during a downturn. Instead of looking for the quick win everywhere one of the things i did is i was just very very frugal right i got my i got my needs as low as possible so that i could that i could survive on i didn't have to generate as much income to just keep going and so that gave me an opportunity to build longer term assets and to, to focus on building my skills focus on, on building up websites and so on that then later as things turned around as the crisis was kind of, well, it didn't like turn around dramatically, right? But at some point, 
it kind of we, we flow out of the crisis and there I am with all these assets built up with all this stuff ready to go ready to capitalize right this is mainly a matter of perseverance right we have to ask ourselves well how long will the crisis last nobody knows and and can you make it through until there but again it's more about the the general principle of when everyone is having tunnel vision when everyone is fear-based I just want to encourage you to look for kind of to look the other way and to look for opportunities of how can you zig when everyone else is zagging and maybe benefit from that in the longer term or even in the shorter term I mean in general we're in a competitive environment right we live in a competitive environment and that doesn't change that is true whether we are in a crisis or not so that means that a lot of your results will basically depend on can you outperform other people can you essentially can you do the extraordinary can you do above average and so it's very important to be aware of well what is the average what what are, what is everyone doing and how can i do differently in a way that gives me an advantage and then my next point is mainly for people who are in a privileged position who maybe already have online sources of income and who are not as strongly affected by what's happening as as many people are but really it is for anyone no matter where you are and, and how you're doing i think an important question to ask right now is what good can we do right we we have to look out for ourselves yes but also what good can we do how can we help others out how can we contribute in a time of need for many people now is a good time to be generous for anyone who has the capacity to be generous or in other words now is a good time to be generous in whatever capacity we can be let's not be too blinded by by just you know trying to take care of ourselves let's see what good we can do now this can be maybe in in what you do in your business maybe there are some ways in which you can be more generous or more helpful in what you do with your business it's something you know if you're in real estate you know i've, I've read stories of, of landlords basically helping people out by lowering the rent temporarily or by giving people pack back part of their deposit to help them get through which you know is a very generous thing to do and it also makes a lot of sense right because i mean you want to, your tenants to make it through because otherwise you know you have to kick them out and then you, you you've lost a tenant that's no good for anyone right so i don't have any real estate i'm not doing that but that's just something that also inspired this thought for me is is hearing stories like that of of people just seeing what can i do to help other people out who are in need right now so one of the things to do is yeah to look at what can i do through my own business are there people in my direct community that need some help can i help out are there local food banks that i can donate to right now i think it's really important that we look around and find ways to help people around us who are in need because that's a big aspect of what's happening here the more people that can that can be more community focused and not only focused on themselves the better everyone will end up doing another thing that i think is worth considering and worth thinking about is what can we do to shop local right now and what i mean is that a lot of small businesses are being hit by this especially hard and, and, and many businesses will have a hard time to replace that kind of offline foot traffic income and so we can ask ourselves well, what can we do to support these places what can we do to to shop local maybe we can use delivery apps to to order from from shops and restaurants and things that are local even if we don't absolutely need to we can say hey you know let's make sure that these places don't totally go out of business let's make sure that these places still have some income so they can still 
pay the employees and so on, they can still keep this operation going somehow. Because again, if everyone looks out just a little bit for the local economy, that softens the blow very considerably and that ends up being good for everyone. But even beyond those economic concerns, right? For someone in a position like mine where I have an online business that's just a lot less affected than a lot of other businesses, now is just a good time for me to be generous. Now is a good time for me to find ways to be kind to people who are just less fortunate than I am. All right, so those are my thoughts. Like last time, leave any comments and questions below. I would be happy to make further pieces of content around this topic, around you know how to survive and thrive during this crisis. And any questions and input I get from you will help me do that. Also, like this video if you liked it. It helps more people find it. So if you think it's useful, then go ahead and do that. And also, one more thing I just wanted to mention, I will link to some resources on kind of the, the coronavirus situation itself and some informative resources that I found useful. I have found that the, I think the alternative media, the alternative media or the new media, podcasts, uh, websites and so on, have done a really good job of kind of spreading good information about this situation. And that might just be in my bubble, right? In my bubble, new media, the media outlets that I pay attention to, the creators I pay attention to have done a tremendous job of, of just like spreading the right ideas about this. And I'm really grateful for that. I will link to some of my favorite resources below. So, you know, if you have experienced more like chaos and noise and disinformation about this whole thing and confusion, then maybe check those out. And I'd also be curious to know What's it been like in your bubble, right? Because your bubble might be different from mine. And I'd just be curious to know to get some, some reports from outside my filter bubble. All right, that's it from now. Thank you very much for watching. I'm looking forward to your comments and questions and I'll see you in the next one.